I, um, particularly at home in front of our fans, man, just really appreciative of the efforts of everyone. Um, a lot of positive contributions in all three phases. Obviously, some things we can do better and things that we need to work on, um, but it's good to work on those things with the win. Um, and, so, and so we'll take those lessons and move forward and get ready for our next opportunity. We'll be right back in here next week. Um, we just got to keep digging. Um, appreciative of the win, appreciative of the efforts. Um, a lot of fun in the locker room, man. It's just good to get the job done. Uh, we don't hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. I got you. Let's go. And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger-Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And there you have it here, uh, Coach Mike Tomlin there, right there, following the Pittsburgh uh, Steelers uh, victory over the Saints as they beat them by uh, 10 points. Uh, the moves at three and six. And if we take a closer look at the standings right now, they find themselves uh, right now in the AFC uh, 13th, but only two games out, realistically three games to the head-to-head matchup. Uh, they lost to the Patriots in their home opener earlier this year. So they technically find themselves uh, three games behind. Two games in the win-loss column, but three games since they beat them one-on-one. So they would, if they were to tie with that, if they were to finish the season, the Steelers would need to have a better record than the Patriots on the day they cannot end in a tie because they have a head. Uh, all outside the rest of the AFC right now, if the playoffs were to start today, this is how the playoffs will look right now. Uh, you would have the Chiefs uh, getting the bye, and then you would have the Miami uh, Dolphins taking on the L.A. Chargers. And the, t- I mean, no, the Miami Dolphins taking on the New England uh, Patriots, an AFC East uh, rivalry right there. And you would also have the Tennessee uh, Titans versus the Buffalo Bills, and the Ravens hosting the New York Jets. So the Bills are right now slip into a wild card uh, during yesterday's uh, game of the week right there. Uh, Buffalo Bills right now who are butthurt have already 0-2 in the AFC East. A lot of momentum and stuff getting out of hand with their way right there. But uh, as we continue to look at it right now, I am Charles Prize Richie right now as uh, we – uh, get ready to get set right now. Uh, Steelers, for the most part, right now, their season is still on life support, but with some hope, believe it or not. Uh, T.J. Watt did make his return in this game. He did not have any sex, uh, which I was pretty much expecting, but he did see like the impact as far as like the pressure rate on this game right here. Uh, the Steelers are uh, going into this uh, matchup uh, here right there. Uh, versus the New Orleans Saints uh, going into it. They were not able to generate like, enough uh, pressures all uh, season without uh, T.J. Watt's uh, presence for the most part. 
They uh, had about 14% pressure rate, 46 pressures this year, uh, with the Torres bomb of the league. And the sacks definitely took a hit. So the Steelers did uh, find a way, but the big thing I think that stood out in this game was the run defense right here. Uh, so they they find themselves three or six, two games out of the final wild card spot. Again, it was realistically three games if you really think about it. And uh, the run defense, main highlight uh, outside T.J. Watts' return, they allowed 29 yards off of 15 carries for 1.9 yards per attempt. This is the first time they did this uh, since the first since COVID year, the very first year of the pandemic, uh, where they defeated the Houston uh, Texans, which was their second home game that year. They won the win that uh, game, if memory uh, serves me uh, correctly. Uh, looking back at that season, I want to say it was uh, twenty-seven to no twenty-eight, twenty-one in that game, twenty-eight, twenty-one right there. Uh, Steelers uh, won that game uh, versus – that was the last time we saw the – last season we saw the Sean Watson. The Steelers uh, would come back from an 11-point uh, lead and were able to uh, outscore the Texans in that game 25-7 to the rest of the way by the win 28-21 right there. And the funny thing about it was in that uh, game, was just like uh, the Saints game, the Steelers only uh, allowed uh, for yesterday's performance uh, in that game and where they had 15 carries for 29 yards by the New Orleans Saints, uh, about two yards per attempt in that contest right there. And so when you looked at it right there, the Steelers who were able to uh, get the job done uh, for uh, Sunday, definitely a relief. And you can see how much, I mean, if T.J. Watt was staying healthy, I definitely feel this team could have been five and four as well. And I agree with a lot of people in the local national media. I mean, if T.J. Watt does, uh, does not get hurt, I think they do win that Patriots game in their home opener right there. They'd be uh, 2-0. I think the game reasonably, the games reasonably, they would still lose. I mean, when you think about it from those standpoints, uh, would have been the Browns game on Thursday night football. They're not stopping the run that night. I don't care how much pressure TJ Watt would have been getting in the double teams they would have had. That was still a close game, yes, but they were getting uh, outmanned and just outbeat, just whipped that defense front all game right there. I think where they allowed over 175 yards uh, in that game. Let's see. Uh, for the Thursday night game uh, that took place earlier, which is their third game uh, this year. Yeah, they allowed 171 yards on the ground that game, uh, which was not a very good sign. But, I mean, for the most part, too, I mean, look at it this way. The run def I mean, so, like I said, they will still lost the uh, Browns game. Uh, I definitely feel like they will lost to the Bills, so that would have been like their second loss. And then it definitely will still lost the Eagles. So you look at it right there, all in all, I mean, I, and maybe the Dolphins. I'm not sure about the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins end up uh, winning that game. But but still, I, I I would definitely say uh, for the most part at least five and four right there. 
uh, in this year, or maybe not five and four, maybe six and three. Uh, maybe I'm being a little bit generous here. But anyway, uh, looking at it this way, I mean, the very good news is about the Steelers right now, their run defense, uh, as I was just uh, mentioning, which has been uh, gaining some serious momentum as this uh, season went along. I mean, so far up to this point, they have allowed 972 yards off of 238 attempts for about a little over four yards per attempt. Since the beginning of October, and where the Steelers, uh, I mean, during that span, I mean, right there, and where, where they've been two and four since then, the Steelers have given up 544 uh, yards in six games off 135 attempts. Uh, four yards per attempt. I mean, it's still about the same average, but if you think about it, that's pretty good right there. And they find themselves uh, currently at six uh, right there. And uh, that, yes, I know we got the Eagles and Commanders game going on right now in Philadelphia, but to be honest with you, I don't see why not. And if we uh, look at it for the most part, it's going to be uh interesting uh, finish the rest of the way. But, man, I, I just definitely do feel – like the momentum right now, uh, probably gaining a little something. We shall see. But for the most part, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers, they definitely do have some life for right now. Uh, I guess let's uh, pause for pause right now as far as draft positioning. Uh, the draft uh, currently right now, uh, by winning that game uh, for the Steelers, uh, they have the fourth overall pick being projected uh, last week, according to uh, Tankathon. Now we look at this year's draft. That has uh, changed a bit. The Steelers have uh, dropped down six spots now. Now they're the top overall pick in this year's draft. Uh, Houston Texans uh, are right now would own the number one pick if the season were to finish today. Raiders would have the second pick. Lost an embarrassing game uh, to the Indianapolis Colts. Um, more by uh, first-year uh, coach right now, currently interim coach, uh, Jeff Saturday. Uh, right now, who there's been a lot of uh, controversy surrounding that move. And a lot of coaches like Bill Cowher, Rex Ryan, pretty upset about the coach fraternity, how they overlooked that. We'll get into that subject in our time. But for the most part, what we do need to know right now, uh, Miles Jack, who has been uh, responsible for a lot of that run defense, too. I mean, Devin Bush, I mean, still has way to go for right now. I mean, when you look at it, I mean, there's – see if he could still snap out of it. I mean, right now he's got 47 total tackles up to this uh, point uh, where he's only made 29 solo, uh, so which is still not all that impressive, which is not opening up a lot of eyes right now. I mean, who's uh, made all nine of his starts, I mean, which is the only positive I could, I could say. So if you do that... Right now, uh, by how many more games they got left in the season, he is projected to finish off with about 88, 89 uh, total tackles for the season. So, uh, well side of the mark right there, if you ask me for a 10th uh, overall uh, pick in the 2019 uh, draft, the Steelers moved up to go uh, grab in that year when they were trying to find Ryan Shazier's replacement. But for the most part, here we go right now. Uh, Steelers are trying to uh, get everything uh, going right now. And uh, you look at the rest of their season the rest of the way, too, aside from that. I mean, coming up, the games, uh, 
that they got remaining on their schedule. A very interesting scenario how they find themselves. I mean, if they can just get some consistency, we shall see. But when you look at it right now, uh, they're going to be playing the Bengals uh, next week at home at Akershire Stadium and then be on the road versus the Colts on Monday night on November 28th right there. And then uh, the very first game of December in Atlanta. So you're going to be having uh, two out of your next three games on the road right there. I did say uh, when I did the pregame show the day before the game, the eve of the game, I should say, excuse me, uh, that I can actually honestly see the Steelers going 4-0 and right there, as long as you have T.J. Watt right there. I really do uh, believe that for this team because the thing is, you see how much just his uh, presence on the field alone, a lot of, like his uh, teammates, though, just uh, fed off that, his defensive uh the Padres right there, and it's just amazing what they could do uh, together there. I mean, for the most part, as long as they just uh, keep hanging in there. I mean, this season could probably have the – they could flip the script, uh, so to speak. And that's where they really got to, like, uh, test everybody right now. And just, by the way, just stay healthy the rest of the way. I do think that is just the biggest key right there because without the health, they don't really go far as case in point without TJ Watt. And uh, here we go right now. Uh, Steelers right now, for the most part, uh, still find a way to hang around in there. And uh, we'll, we'll see about that. But Miles Jack, uh, who uh, played in all eight games prior to this, uh, he actually was on the injury report uh, last week dealing with a knee injury. Uh, he didn't practice at all Wednesday and Thursday, but he was finally able to practice on Friday, uh, barely. Uh, so Robert Splane, he's starting in his place at right inside linebacker, has best performance all season with seven total tackles and a tackle for loss. Also, uh, DeMonte uh, Kazi, who filled in for uh, free safety, Mika Fitzpatrick, a combined for four receptions with quarterback Levi Wallace. So on uh, September 21st, remember, uh, Kaz, I mean, yeah, September 21st, Kazi was suspended uh, three games for violating the NFL substitute abuse policy. But remember, almost three weeks earlier, he was uh, placed on IR with a wrist injury. So it took him a while to actually, like, uh, see some uh, playing time uh, for the most part. Demonte uh, Kazi, uh, who's been trying to find his uh, footing with this team. And for the Steelers, he's only played in one game for us this year. The only one uh, being yesterday afternoon, uh, which was versus New Orleans uh, Saints right here. And in that game, uh, Kazi, who, of course, who had an interception in this uh, game, he had uh, four total tackles, uh, three of them being solo and a pass deflection, and which was very uh, helpful the Steelers uh, winning the turnover battle in this game, did a very good job uh, not turning the ball over. So, plus two ratio. I mean, funny, interesting how it is right there. Like, their very first game of the season right there. And where uh, and where the Steelers right there, uh, for, for, the mo for the most part, I mean, when they beat the Bengals, uh, they had uh, four interceptions off Joe Burrow, plus a uh, Fumble recovery, a forced fumble on him, and where they have plus five ratio. TJ Watt's presence uh, back again this time. Uh, they had a plus two turnover uh, ratio for this. 
And uh, there we go. So uh, right now, as we uh, look at uh, further and further, uh, this is where we uh, take off right now. And uh, we'll see uh, this time at the rematch for this Bengals member, even with T.J. Watt's presence alone, I mean, the, the main thing was the quarterback play, of course, with uh, Mitch Trubisky right there, too. And I, I, I really feel the Steelers could sweep the Bengals head-to-head. Uh, -head. I mean, and, and plus, too, I mean, when you look at some of the other stuff that really uh, stood out here, I mean, aside from that, I mean, for everything that's been going on, I mean, you looked at, like, the, the, the rushing yards right there. Uh, which included a uh, season high of 217 yards off of 43 carries for five yards per attempt. Najee had his best performance all season, uh, and where Najee Harris uh, in this game, he was responsible for like 46% of those uh, rushing yards, nearly half. Uh, he had 99 yards off of 20 carries. So, which was very huge to him, by the way. Speaking of the running game, too, also came Pickett got in the fun there, too, where he had eight carries for 51 yards, 6.4 attempts. He ends up uh, finishing, passing for the day, 162 uh, net yards. Uh, he threw for 199, but he got sacked six times for 137. And six yards, I mean, six sacks for 37 yards uh, loss. And uh, basically, uh, right there, too, uh, Kenny Pickett, who was favoring his left ankle after being sacked by the Saints early in the third quarter. Pickett, he did limp, limp up. He snaps from about two plays of that possession, which found the medical after. But he stayed in the game and showed no visible effect. Uh, Pickett was uh, quote, saying, I knew I was staying in, uh, he said after the game. Uh, feels good, Pickett said moments uh, earlier. I'll ice it and I'll and be good to go. Running back Najee Harris need uh who was evaluated for a concussion after a season long thirty six yard run late in the first quarter. I was telling medical personnel that I was all right. Harris said, "You don't need to look at this stuff. I'm all right." And uh, there we go. But concussions right there, Naj. I would advise you right now. I know it's frustrating to be pulled out of a game at the same time. Your safety, my man, uh, with a lot of players. Uh, watching out, gotta keep that in perspective. Uh, but anyway, uh, after the game, Tomlin did not mention any other players as being affected, uh, afflicted by injury. Titan Pat Fryermove had a noticeable limp in the locker room after the game, but was not believed to be uh, serious. So that's where we stand as far as the players' uh, health going forward. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, as we look at right now. Uh, here we are. So, I mean, can you believe it right now? And to be honest with you, yeah, it is uh, very uh, interesting, uh, to say the least. And uh, Mark Madden, too, I mean, who's definitely a guy who uh, tends to let his voice be known, uh, good or bad, but, I mean, he's still both famous Pittsburgh, also former uh, wrestling personality, too, announcer. Uh, he hosts... Um, Madden's Monday podcast as a member of Trib Live says he's unimpressed with Kenny Pickett's performance. Uh, he was quoted uh, on the criticism of Kenny Pickett, and we're getting the fair file right now. Right now, I think he stinks, uh, Madden said. 
haven't seen him uh, make a discernible progress since he got in that game. I mean, and then what he's saying, what he's hearing from like uh, fans and people, the media, it's still Canada. It's still the game plan. Um, man was saying uh, complaints, many from Steeler Nation. I just hear all this garbage where it's not his fault, but he is the only quarterback in history that doesn't impact the winning or losing, and he is just a bystander. It's the most important position in football. Uh, Kenny Pickett's only two touchdown passes uh, for the season right now. He's only got two touchdowns along with eight interceptions. I mean, of course, I mean, there's nothing to, like, uh, be totally enthused about, but, I mean, you do like the movement, the way you move around the pocket. I mean, continue to improve as a passer – as long as his offense line could protect him a little bit more. I I feel right now, I mean, the criticism, I mean, I don't blame Madden for giving him tough love for right now. I mean, I'm we're liking all the special intangibles he brings, all the movement right there. I mean, he's definitely giving this offense a spark. But at the same time, too, I mean, listen, this is a a very uh, sacred position that is in transition uh, right now with this team. I mean, you gotta like you. I I I I would just push back right there too on where he's saying like, you know, it's not Canada's fault. But at the same time too, when you have a lot of players speaking up in frustration, words like Deontay Johnson or Chase Claypool, who's no longer with this team, is with the Chicago Bears. Players are do get a little agitated right there and frustration with the chemistry that they're trying to execute on the field together. Yes, I understand that, but at the same time, this does have to point some way to what he's calling these plays. I mean, you cannot tell me or anybody that's watching this team uh, as a fan that you're not frustrated with it. And to be honest with you, too, I mean, there's been a lot – legitimate beef with Mike Tomlin and this coaching staff right now as of late. I mean, their last good offensive core, though, let's just call it what it is, has been Todd Haley. What do you do after Todd Haley? You try uh, three seat. I mean, at least three seasons uh, with Randy Feekner. Randy Feekner, he only had one good solid season, I mean, with the Steelers. I mean, realistically, when it was just uh, one, two, three, when a third of the killer bees broke off, and that was uh, Le'Veon Bell. He had Antonio Brown for one season with Ben Rosberg. He had James Conner, who was healthy throughout most of that season, up until the Thursday night game when he slowly got like cushion and pretty much wasn't the same runner uh, and dependable for that team the rest of the way. But, I mean, that was his only good year. It was 2018 right there. I mean, where they still had a prolific offense. And of course, 2019 – uh, life beyond the killer bees right there. Ben Rosberg, that second game, the home opener, injures his throwing elbow, and he's uh, eventually lost for the season. So that, that's what you got to think about right now. I mean, and then Rosberg, who started off decently, I mean, in 2020, the COVID year, I mean, all the way pretty much through, like, the early part of November, has these season with the quick uh, throws, but still your running game for at least, I mean, for the most part, as a team, the last uh, five years or so has been in the bomb five. There's no way around that. Now, you've had good running backs, I mean, in that span, 
But I mean, the last time they were in like top 10 was 2007. We're talking about over 15 years as a team to be ranked that way. Now, granted, like I said, he did have guys, I mean, like a Willie Parker, Rashad Mendenhall, uh, then Le'Veon Bell, Connor for every now and then, but then the Najee Harris. But you never had that consistent threat as a team where they're going to really scare you. That is the truth right there. So this is what you got to think about right now uh, if you're going into this right now. How do you uh, get this thing back on the tracks right now? You have to consider those at all points right there uh, for the most part. And then not only that, too, I mean, fair foul right now, the Steelers are, gonna, are running their head into a brick wall as far as, like, how they'll be better positioned for better talent. I will say foul for right now because we got to see how this uh, season shakes out. Uh, and to be honest with you right now, too, I mean, I, I think, I mean, the worst they could do uh, the rest of the way is that they go like six and eleven? I mean, I know a lot of people have been saying like seven and ten, which sounds about right at this point. But I would not be surprised. Like, let's say if you beat the Bengals, you beat the Colts, then you beat the Falcons, but then you look at the rest of this uh, schedule right here too. I mean, after the Falcons, you're going to be uh, facing the Ravens at home on the road versus the Panthers, and then you're going to be at uh, the Christmas Eve game versus the Raiders in Baltimore, and then at home against Cleveland right here. Now, uh, I could see them, I mean, for the most part, maybe seven games is almost possible at this point. I mean, or what is it, four? No, excuse me. Nine wins is almost sounds reasonable at this point. And to be, to be honest, you, I, I'm, I mean, if you got a healthy TJ Watt, then if you get back, make up Fitzpatrick in time in like the next couple of weeks, I dare say they could, they could have 10 wins. But at the same time, too, I mean, we're in football purgatory right now with this team. That's what we need to think about uh, for this. For the most part, and uh, that that's all I gotta say on that. But uh, anyway, that's gonna do it for this edition here of the Metal Steel Podcast. Uh, we're just uh, wrapping up, recapping the Steelers' uh, victory over the New Orleans uh, Saints right there. Uh, we're gonna be having the Cincinnati Bengals coming up at home uh, next week. So back-to-back uh, home games uh, for the for the Steelers right now for the Black and Gold. And if you look at the uh, how the Steelers' uh, season has gone. They've won most of their games at home and where they're at 500 or 2-2. Two and two. The only problem is that's been killing them 1-4 and four on the road. And, I mean, you dare argue a lot of those uh, losses on the road were real good teams. I mean, a few good, very good ones, but definitely some good teams. Anyway, once again, you guys can follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at CJR and on Instagram at Steel Nation. Yours truly will definitely be heading down uh, to the Christmas Eve game for Franco Harris's uh, retirement. So, and just once again, I just want to just wrap up the show by saying once again, I know Veterans Day was Friday. Uh, thank you to all the men and women that make the tough sacrifices, commitments, and choice, or not necessarily by choice, 
uh, when they gotta go uh, serve, keep ourselves safe, and uh, be privileged for everything in our country and worldwide to be enjoying what we get to do. So thank you. I hope you had a, a very safe, uh, memorable, and fantastic weekend uh, to remiss and uh, find some closure and continue everybody to be safe out there, especially here in the East Coast and the Midwest. So cold weather coming up. we got some winter uh, weather coming in right now. Uh, maybe that might be a blessing in the skies. Maybe we'll see some snow on the horizon. I don't know, for sure, uh, in their next few home games. That might be a good omen for the rest of the way this season, as crazy as that may sound. But anyway, that's going to do it for this edition here of the Mass Steel Podcast. As I always, leave you. Don't be trolling. Be rolling. Here goes, here goes, here we go. I gone.